Well, Merry Belated Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy, guess what, we're not playing any more Hockey Day here on Locked on Capitals. Huh. See? Nothing really changed. Your Locked on Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Locked on Capitals, the return after the holiday season, and yet we wait the return of the National Hockey League. Hi, everyone. I'm the insider of the Insiders, Tyler Kuehl. And boy, oh boy, guys, this is a uh, another day without hockey. Who would have thought? I mean, listen, the plan was a decent idea, but having players try to come back and get tested the day after Christmas was never really going to be a good idea now, was it? I mean, we're here now, we're relaxed, we have somewhat digested all that food we had over the weekend, still recovering, some of us are, but it's okay, we are back to somewhat, at least looking like we're going to play hockey tomorrow, maybe, hopefully, we just unfortunately have to wait and see. So with that, we're going to, once again, kind of do a little bit of different things kind of today because, well, I was hoping the fact that we could be previewing the Ottawa Senators game, but unfortunately, the league said we're going to push everything back one more day because, like I said, uh, COVID doesn't just come around overnight. You can get the uh, the symptoms overnight, at least how you feel, but in order for you to get those symptoms, it takes a couple of days. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to wait a minute on the game's sheet. We'll talk about the Washington Capitals' upcoming schedule a little bit later on, kind of give you an up. Uh, what could happen in the next couple of days? I'm not quite sure. Also, though, roster management has been changed in the NHL. They have announced an agreement between the NHL and the NHLPA on the a roster expansion, if you will, to try to combat teams from having to play shorthanded, from teams having to play without players because of COVID-related issues. So we'll get to that. That'll be our first point of topic today. Um, we do have some, I mean, we'll have a special guest coming up here, at least a special guest to me. Maybe you guys don't know him too well, but I know this guy pretty well. We'll have a guy joining us for Wednesday's show because the alleged next game for the Washington Capitals is on Wednesday when they take on the Nashville Predators. That game could hopefully happens because as far as we know, that has not changed in terms of, you know, we pushing games back or whatnot. The... Uh, the big story, of course, this week is getting the NHL getting to the Winter Classic this coming Saturday, New Year's Day, Minnesota, St. Louis. I'm really excited for that game. I will not be completely 100% awake for that game or alive, but I will totally be watching it because it's it's one of the best events the NHL puts on every year. I'm really excited to see how the game goes. Obviously, two big games, but that's that's the real big tipping point here is that the league gets to that game with both teams healthy. Because, listen, <laughs> that game's got to happen, rain or shine. You know, they're putting the ice on the in uh, target field. They're trying to get everyone, make sure they're all healthy, to have the best possible game because the amount of money, I mean, obviously this is a big event too, south of the border, south of the Canadian border, because TNT, this will be their first real big notable broadcast outside of broadcasting their first couple games early on this year. Like, this is a huge event for them they want to be a part of it they want to have Kimberly Kenny Albert call in the game I presume so it's it should be an exciting event and the league wants them to get there so they're going to try to do whatever they can to make sure that everyone gets there safely so with that 
comes the roster expansion that came out on Sunday. So the it's a what they're calling it is a revised exemption, roster exemption maneuver. So here's pretty much what it is. There is going to be a taxi squad, like we saw last year, which is important mainly because of the fact that this will allow players and just have rosters have more players. So Puckpedia, follow them at Puckpedia, guys. They do a great job of this sort of thing. One of the conditions was an emergency exemption with a $0 cap hit now eligible for cap hits that is more than one or less than $1 million up to $850,000. That is if the team is short 12 forwards and six defensemen due to COVID. So not just because a couple guys banged up with injuries because of actual COVID related issues. Number one, and the max players you can have for this sort of reason, you can have a max total of six players on this team. And if you're short two goaltenders for any reason, you can recall with recall anyone without playing short. And but if if you're short the number of regular skaters, you can only do that for one game. It's kind of weird. Players can only be on in the taxi squad for a max of 20 days. They're treated as an a, as in the American Hockey League, meaning that they're not going to get paid their NHL salaries. Hence why they're putting a, a max on the number of games you have a taxi squad. So pretty much more or less that you're paying guys minor league money to sit up in the booth, which for some people is you know pretty nice. Getting paid forty thousand dollars a year to sit on you know sit up in the booth, eat some popcorn. That's not not the worst thing to be doing. And and once and of course ineligible are players that were on an NHL roster by December twenty second, or that were on an NHL roster December twenty second that are waivers exempt. And then we're on a roster for NHL roster for 54 days and have played 16 of the last 20 NHL games. So pretty much means that this is going to be the taxi squad is not going to be your, your Corey Perry's, your Jason Spezza's like we saw last season. You're going to see a lot of guys, a lot of American leaguers. So Washington Capitals case. I'm not saying they're going to keep Axel Janssen Falby up right now, but that could be a possibility. I haven't heard, you know, right now there's really no decision on who the Caps have moved right now, but you may see maybe Zach Fucali get an opportunity to get bumped up. You may see a guy like um, maybe Phoenix Copley does get moved up to Fucali keeps playing down in Hershey. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. You know, heck, they may just Hunter Shepard. Here you go. Right from the coast, South Carolina, right to Washington, D.C. It's a quick ride up the coast, isn't it? So, you know, moves like that is what you may end up seeing with the Washington Capitals, just to make sure you have a certain number of players and keeping everyone healthy, you know, or keep trying to ha- make sure you have a full roster. Keeping like that, I mean, you know, tr- you try to stay healthy as much as you can. Uh, that's why the COVID protocols have become a thing, or that a lot of been reinstituted in the National Hockey League because of this outbreak. And this is a way to try to combat the short rosters and try to keep playing because we've seen, I mean, shoot, there's a lot of teams that have a lot of players. I mean, the Toronto Maple Leafs, I believe, had, are they at 13, 14 right now with with COVID right now? Jake Muzzin was just put on it. John Tavares was placed on it. I know the Tampa Bay Lightning just had a couple out today. Andre Vasilevsky being one of them. Lucas Raymond with the Detroit Red Wings was just put on COVID protocol. So this is a move that, because the league obviously has not made any decisions on adapting to the testing protocol or testing process that the National Football League, the NBA have done, where, hey, if you're asymptomatic, who cares? It doesn't matter if you have COVID or not. You only, if you're sick, then you're actually sick. You know, They have shown that they have not really decided that that was the best move as of right now. And I'm kind of looking right now. I got I, the Finland-Germany game in the World Junior Championship just ended right now, and I'm looking at in the NHL ticker right now, NHL Network ticker, that Tomas Tatar has been put on COVID. 
Uh, who was another one? I think I just saw PK Subban is off the list, but the long and the short of it is so many players right now. It's cycling. It's, it's a daily thing with a lot of these teams where some players will get off the COVID list. Some will get put on it. Some teams won't. I mean, right now the capitals are, they're sitting in a comfortable position right now. I don't think anyone can really disagree with that. I did knock on this wooden table as of right now, TJ Oshie and Evgeny Kuznetsov are the only two that are listed in COVID protocol as of Sunday evening. So that could obviously change Monday. Right now, the Capitals, who are allegedly scheduled to practice on Sunday, did not. They moved that back to Monday, just once again, kind of realizing that, hey, we just had Christmas yesterday. Guys a little burnt out. What's the point of even skating? They don't have a game until Wednesday. As of right now, we won't really go down the list of the games that are coming out on Tuesday, mainly because one of two things. One, we can A, we can talk about them tomorrow. B, <laughs> they may happen. <laughs> One of them, we just mentioned how a couple guys from Tampa Bay are out. One of them being Tampa versus Montreal. Montreal's had some issues as well. Montreal itself, they don't have to. I think they're trying to, Montreal, of course, trying to find ways to play games. Later on, try to reschedule games so they can, you know, because right now the province of Quebec is suggesting that they play with 50% capacity or no fans at all. And yikes, I mean, that's that's something they don't want to do. So they're maybe possibly considering rearranging their home schedule, probably play some more games on the road right now before they can go back to playing at Bell Center. So, But, of course, that's right now that's kind of just a up in the air. But that's the point, is that teams are just trying to find a way to get through the season right now. You know, they don't want another pause. They don't want to have to try to move any more games, play deeper into the summer. They're already teasing that. They're already possibly going into that down that route. They've lost the Olympics already. Nobody's happy about that. I mean, right now, everyone's like, all right, just hold on for dear life and go for it. Is it smart? I, I don't know. You know, I, you know I, I've discussed this with health professionals. Of course, I, my fam- a lot of my families, you know, a lot of nurses, they're like, you can do, I mean, yeah, you may feel okay, but you may have it. If, you're, if you feel okay, I guess, you know, just keep going as much as you can. But if that's what the league does, the league does it. And I agree with that. The league wants to do this method. If, if they can get the games in, absolutely. But if we keep seeing games getting postponed in mass quantities, I don't know if the answer to save the season or have a a good healthy alternative is pushing games into, you know, deeper and deeper into the summer by postponing games because of the protocol that they have. I don't know. I mean, the league has shown a they've shown a long history of getting strong armed into decision makings or following suit, never really being the I don't want to say the be the leader of the pack or whatnot, but they've really followed what the other, you know, two or three leagues have done. What Major League Baseball does, NBA, NFL, what they do, they'll follow suit. The NHL has not really been the trend-setting kind of folk. So, yeah, I'm I'm not quite sure what the big move is going to be. You, all I really hope for is that the safety of the players is, you know, and that's what the league is saying. The safety of the players is the most important thing. I understand that, and I commend that by the league. That said, you really got to hope that they find a way to make this season work. Because if not, we're wasting our time right now. We're wasting our time trying to play games this week and just keep everyone in quarantine at home until you have the game on Saturday. If that's going to be the big money thing right now. So I, it's, it's tough. It's really tough right now. So we'll, 
We'll keep our eyes and ears peeled for it. We'll hope for the best. We'll hopefully everything gets through here safely and we can get through the games and get back to a normal schedule with at least the limited amount of games postponed because, boy, we were on an absolute exponential incline and not in a good way of missing hockey players and hockey games as well as we crept towards the holiday season. We'll take a break here. We'll come back around to the look at the Washington Capitals upcoming schedule here. We'll we'll obviously we can't talk about the Senators game because that ain't going to happen. We'll talk about their upcoming games here, kind of grade how they're going to play and what what really is going on here in this metropolitan division because you know right now Carolina missed a lot of games because it's really hard to tell you know saying oh they captured the best team in their metropolitan division or the Canes are you know. Carolina sitting pretty good in the World Juniors because they have, you know, they're tied for the most players at the tournament. They have 10 total prospects in Edmonton and Red Deer right now, which, like I said, ties a record. So we will just kind of have to wait and see how that all goes out. We'll get to all that here in just a moment's time. But guys, it is the holiday season still. So go ahead and grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar, Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavors, covered in chocolate, but amazing low in calories sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy with Built Bar. There's also so many flavors as well, you'll have a hard time choosing. With raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie, Built Bar also gives the extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and return all those fancy-dancy presents that you didn't like from Grandpa and Grandma because you don't need any more socks. I need more socks, but some people don't. So be sure to get a couple of them, put them in your purse or your jacket. So when you sit in those long, endless return lines, Built Bar can give you extra something to keep you going. So make sure you go on right now to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. Once again, that is LOCKED15 at 15% off your first order at Built.com. So the Washington Capitals upcoming schedule. This is, once again, very tough to talk about. Because it's, oh man, now, this is a tough schedule to go on. No, it's just because, I don't know. I really don't know how they can say, oh, man, this is this is it. This is going to be the big stretch coming up here because the games may or may not happen. So as of right now, like I mentioned off the top of the show, Wednesday we will be seeing the games between the Capitals and the Nashville Predators. Nashville, who has been probably one of the surprisingly best teams, because a lot of us, I mean, myself included, said, hey, this is a, Predators team that's they're not going to make the playoffs right especially in the return of the central with you know with Dallas back around and you know, Minnesota is still pretty good and Colorado and Chicago's making a bounce back Nashville's got to be on the outside looking in right well uh hello Nashville you're hanging on pretty good right now they're currently second in the central they have a game in hand on both with both St. Louis and I guess only Winnipeg I guess only St. Louis St. Louis played the most in the division with 31 Colorado, of course, who has been smashed around with the injury bug, who's only played 27 games with 36 points. But right now, Nashville second behind the Wild with 39 points. This has been a very fun team to watch. I've been really excited to see them play. UC Saros, of course, who I think deserved more, more honest looks from the Hart Trophy voters, the Vesna voters. Uh, I, you know what? Yeah, Philip Grubauer got, got a bid because, hey, look, look what he did. Look at what he did because... You know, he played on a really good Colorado Avalanche team that won the President's Trophy in a league that was split up hard into four last season. I understand that. I understand. I get it. Boy, I am, I'm really thinking that this could be a very fun game, first of all. And it is, isn't it Nashville? No, it's in Washington on Wednesday night. So Nashville doesn't really have the home ice advantage, but 
I really like the way the Predators have played. And the Caps, they're going to have to come out with big offensive effort because, like I said, if UC Saros, who's fresh off, you know, having a few days off, he's good to go and he's a net, he's not going to be an easy guy to beat. But then you have a couple of very interesting games. You do have on next Sunday the New Jersey Devils, who have been not looking the best right now. But in the middle on New Year's Eve there, you get the Detroit Red Wings. And yes, I mentioned that right now Lucas Raymond is placed on COVID protocol. That could change by Friday, granted. But man, this is a rejuvenated Red Wings team. And the Capitals have seen that. They saw it. I mean, yes, they did win the one game in Detroit with Zach Bucalli getting a shutout. But the Red Wings beat him in overtime in Washington. This game will on New Year's Eve will be played in Detroit. So I'm not going to say that this is going to be an easy cakewalk. I mean, yeah, I know that there is a little bit of a gap between the top three of the Atlantic and the rest of the division. And by that, I mean fourth place Detroit. But right now they're in a playoff spot. I'm not saying CVY is going to go buying at the deadline. I'm not going to go anything like that because there's still plenty of time for things to go sideways for that hockey club. Hello, Toronto Maple Leafs fans under Brian Burke. Y'all knows about that quite a bit, don't you? So... I really think that the Capitals have to just focus on playing good hockey. I think that's going to be the biggest thing for this team moving forward because we've seen it so many times where they look good. They have a great game. They play well against Winnipeg, but they just you know fired their, their coach and just quit. You know, they play a very solid game against the Anaheim Ducks, win finally in a shootout, and they beat Columbus before that. But then you have games where you lose to Chicago. You get smacked around by Pittsburgh. You go to a shootout with Buffalo. And, I mean, you lose to Chicago twice, I should probably remind you. And, you know, the game against L.A. or your power play soft, and it's, there's got to be little things here and there that this team needs to try to come back from this pause with and realize, hey, these were the things that we were doing wrong and things that we can do better. Because right now, Washington is, I mean, at one point, yes, we were saying the best team in the National Hockey League, the Washington Capitals. And you know what? Yeah, that at one point, I would say, was true. But right now, with even with, Carolina having two games in hand. They're only tied with them for 43 points, which is right now set tied for second in the National Hockey League. So, yes, they're still up there towards the top of the conference and of the league, I understand. However, it's hard to just come out and still say, I'm like, you know what? This team can beat anybody right now because there have been games where against lesser teams, they need to try to find a way to get, have something to get them up for the game and play hard and play smart. But then they go up against like Tampa. They have a tight game, but they just can't see, find a can't seem to find a way to get a win like that. That separates the good teams from the great teams. Because right now, I'd say Washington, as great as they have looked, they have been playing good hockey. I think they have more to play great hockey. I think there's more. And I'm not going to go. Oh, this team, all they need to get back on the winning track is have their full lineup back. The full lineup for the first time this year. Listen, I. <laughs> I want to be an optimistic, but I'm a realist in this scenario. It may not happen, but that's what makes the good teams great. The good teams can win with anyone in the lineup, but the great teams can win with whoever is on that team and do it consistently. That's what I really want to see out of the Washington Capitals here. I don't want to hear him say because they had three or four guys out because they don't. Listen, number eight's on the ice. Awesome. You have two really good goaltenders. They need, I think, to step up and have some better effort to make some more game-saving saves. There needs to be more coming from this team if they want to be a legitimate contender. I know right now some of you are screaming in the back of the room saying, Tyler, didn't you say this team was going to finish third in the division? Barely make the playoffs? Sure. I know what I said. But then this team has come out and blown up the expectations. And guess what? With an 82-game season, 
expectations change. The Montreal Canadiens in the last two playoffs have found their way in despite being one of the worst teams in the playoffs, going into the playoffs. They were the 24th team in the league going into the bubble. They made it to the first round and, you know what, put up a good fight against Philly. All right. What'd they do last year? They were the bottom seed in the North Division and the worst team to the lowest number of points in the playoffs. I believe it was the lowest. It was one of the worst. It was towards the bottom. And they went all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. And people thought Montreal was a team that's expected to do well this season. Oh boy, were they wrong. Now, granted, it doesn't help me have without Carey Price, whatever. But my point is, is that when you have a season like this, when the team shows that they can be great, that's when your expectations change to be something better than what you expected early on. So I think the Capitals have more to give here. And I think they can show that more. They just need to start doing it a little more consistently as we make our way towards the deadline because Brian McClellan doesn't want to be like, all right, are we really that good of a team to make a cup run here to you know sell off assets? I mean, I liked Anthony Mantha pick up last year, but getting knocked out in the first round, whether or not because you have a goaltender, I, I don't I don't want to point the finger at the goaltending in the first round last year. You got beat by Boston. If you're if you're gonna buy, you have to buy for a reason right now, especially with this group for the Washington Capitals. We'll take a quick look around the rest of the Metropolitan Division and just do a quick rundown of the standings here when we wrap things up here on this Monday edition of Locked on Capitals. And also a quick mention something, I'm going to tease something that's going to be brought up on the Tuesday edition of the Locked on NHL podcast as well, because that's what I'm doing now. Every Tuesday, Mike Stefano and I jump on with each other and we talk about the biggest news from the Eastern Conference and something I got to get off my chest that came from this past week. So we'll kind of discuss that. On Tuesday, I'll kind of tease it a little bit as well. But guys, I got to remind you that Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues to march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs, it remains your number one spot. Just Bet Online for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code Locked On to get the bonus. For basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, you're right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available at Bet Online, where the game starts. So, what am I going to talk about on Tuesday? Well, so for those that don't know, quick story here. The IIHF decided to cancel all January events which includes a couple of uh, Division II, Division III World Championship tournaments, I believe. But one, the most notable one, is the Under-18 Women's Tournament that was supposed to take place in Sweden. I'm not going to go too far into it. I'm going to save for it for the Tuesday show. Long story short, I'm not happy about it, and no one should be happy about it. The IIHF weaseled their way out of putting together a tournament. It was annoying. It was stupid. And I'm going to go into it. And maybe my last time on the Lockdown NHL podcast, but I don't care. I, I think my... I think it's something that needs to be discussed and needs to be brought up. So that'll be my point taken on Tuesday. But what is going around the league right now as we come back from this pause? Well, right now, once again, a lot of wavering, you know, amount of games played between teams right now. Because you look at, for example, the Atlantic Division, which is somehow just the way how they've gotten hot at the right time. The Tampa Bay Lightning, 44 points, the most in the National Hockey League right now. They are two points ahead of the Toronto Maple Leafs, who have 42, Florida in third with 40. Like I said, there's that drop-off, Detroit in third with third or fourth with 33. Boston's only played 26 games so far this year, which is four 
less than Tampa and five less than the Detroit Red Wings, which is why Boston only traded by three and fifth is kind of something like, hey, you know, not really that big of a gap. The Metropolitan Division, for example, the 26 games have also been only played by the New York Islanders, while Washington has played the most in that division with 31. So I'm really interested to see how it kind of starts paying out when the games start to really come back together. And as of right now, there's not been any confirmed discussion on the league putting in games during the alleged what was going to be the Olympic break in February, but all signs are pointing towards that. Nothing, though, set in stone as of yet. So these games could obviously tighten up when we get closer into February and then into March. And obviously there's going to be a lot of games that, you know, a couple days off for some teams, they may throw in a game or two. So you may see some one-day road trips for some teams, but that's just the world we live in right now where travel conditions may not be the best. As long as we don't have a seven-game series between St. Louis and Arizona, right? I guess that's all we can really hope for in these in these conditions right now. But Carolina still on top of the... Metropolitan Division because they have games in hand on Washington Rangers right now in third with 42 points with 30 games played and Pittsburgh right behind them with 39 points winners of seven straight going into that pause man if there's a team that did not want to have a break it's the Pittsburgh Penguins and of course Nashville who was won seven straight as well is not too happy about that either but they're hot right now second like I said to the wild Blues in third with 39 points Colorado with only 27 games played has 36 however they've won seven in the last 10 games Pacific Division, which is kind of wonky, still has a couple pretty good teams. Vegas, they're looking back to form now. They're at they're tied at the top of the division with the Anaheim Ducks. Each of those teams have 40 points. Calgary, who's played 28 games, who's obviously had a big COVID bug go through them. They're still in third with 36 points. Right behind them, because of games played, are the Edmonton Oilers, who have 36 points in 29 games. LA, San Jose, Vancouver, and Seattle round out the Pacific Division in that order. So, Lots of excitement to go on. A few games on tap for Tuesday night, allegedly. We'll talk about those games tomorrow. Also give you a little bit of an update. Any more updates that come out of practice on Monday for the Washington Capitals. Who is going to be in the lineup to, or on Wednesday? Who has got COVID protocol issues? So on and so forth. We'll get to all that on tomorrow's edition of Locked On Capitals. But guys, I got to say thank you very much for making this edition of Locked On Capitals your first listen and first watch of the day and every day. Now go ahead and make Locked On Bets your first or second listen of the day. Your boy Q and Lee Sterling giving you all your gambling needs for your sports betting needs on Locked On Bets. Follow us at Locked On Caps on Twitter. Follow me, the insider of the insiders, Tyler Kuhl, at TJKU29 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Had some fun little Christmassy stuff I did with my, my wife and my dog on there. It's really annoying for some people. I understand that. But you know what? I thought it was pretty. I, I had a good time this weekend. I hope you guys had a good Christmas as well. If you celebrate, of course, if you celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa. If you celebrate Hanukkah, we're a little late to the party. I'm sorry. I hope you had a fun time in there. Whatever you celebrate, I hope you have enjoyed this holiday season. Now let's get back on the ice. How about it, eh? Let's get to some hockey, hopefully sooner rather than later. Thank you very much for listening and watching this episode of Locked On Capitals. We'll see you tomorrow.